Mm, yeah. Like a little jam there. That's a good jam, dude. You got yeah. a little beat coming in. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Modern Loan Officer MLO Podcast. We got a good one coming at you. It's going to be a little bit different than we normally jam, but... I think you guys are going to like this because it's kind of a flow session. What we're going to do is we're bringing in Josh, our producer, the MLO guru, the guy behind the scenes that really gets it going. But he's going to he's going through the home process. And this is exciting because he's thinking about buying a home. It's not his first time, but he's going to be buying a home. And he's got some questions that he wants to ask us about the process. And I thought it'd be a good, good episode for us to do because you guys can hear real live questions. We're just going to go through the scenario. And it's almost like you guys might be sitting here with us buying a home. So let's get in and get after it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the introduction, Casey. For you, those of you that don't know me, my name is Joshua Billups. I am the producer of the MLS show. And I've been working with these these great guys for, what, uh, almost eight months now and oh yeah now we might even come up on a year date here soon. yeah i mean we've probably done over 60 shows i think together and Starting you know to crank it i i've been watching you guys drop all these nuggets and it's kind of like you know it, it really has changed my life uh i was talking to addison uh, our executive producer and main host the other day and telling him you know this job has changed my life in a lot of ways because getting these little nuggets from you guys has improved my financial stability and uh, getting us in a target where we can like go to home ownership like we want. Currently, we live in an approximately thousand square foot condo, okay, which we own. And uh, you know that was exciting eight years ago, but now we have a one year old and we're kind of over it. We're, yeah. we're ready to move into a house. So things are changing for yeah. your family, right? Oh, definitely. We're expanding. Daddy needs a garage. <laughs> Daddy, dude, we all need, yes, we all dads <laughs> want the garage. That's the one thing I hear. You know, clients call in. It's like. What is the one thing you're looking for? And the dad or the, the husband's always like, I want the shop. I want the shop or the garage. Oh, yeah. You know, the and wife cares about the house. The dad cares about the shop and the garage. And, you know, <laughs> it's it's definitely a little sketchy watching my five foot four wife carry the baby in the car seat up the stairs to the condo. Truth. You know, it'd be nice if she could just pull in the garage and walk into the house with the yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of stairs to go up to to the condo, right? Oh, definitely. And, you know, it could be sketchy. Even sometimes it's hard for me, you know. If I've had a long day, I'm a little tired. Been moving a lot of cameras around the studio, you uh, totally, know. Totally. And for what you guys don't know, um, we do a lot of, obviously, podcasts. You guys, for all of our listeners out there, this is the MLO podcast for um, anyone that, you know, checks us out on our Facebook there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, guys, that you don't see. But Josh, man, it is an incredible piece to have someone like that on your team that just cuts it up for you guys. He, he literally makes us look good. We just sit down here and we just do our thing. So well, thank you, Josh. I, I think you guys make me look good. But oh, thank we, you for the kind words. Yeah, there we go. So what we want to do is, is just kind of. You know, I want to give you guys a little bit of a freestyle session here. So it's like stuff that I see come across and Josh is kind of going through right now on, on a new purchase. But people have questions. It's like you almost think that people get discouraged on even having the conversation on purchasing a home because they just don't know what they don't know, right? You don't know your monthly payment or you don't know like – is it feasible for me to even upgrade from my current, you know, uh, you know, either condo or home I'm in to that next one? So let's just say maybe you're going from a a three hundred thousand dollar home or a condo to a four fifty purchase or something like that. Like some, I feel like 
well, you can kind of drive in there. It's like, yeah, that's kind of what. Are you hesitant because you don't know what you don't know, or right? So like we were talking about this earlier, and that's why we were like, well, maybe we should just hit the record button and hit share it. this information with everybody, right? So kind of my situation, and we'll just give some loose numbers. And compliantly speaking, obviously we have to stay very loose, and you can't give exact numbers. Compliance, compliance, compliance. Yes, I hear that a lot as a producer. Keep it compliant, Josh. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So some basic numbers like uh, my wife and I bought our condo seven, eight years ago. We paid okay. about $85,000 on it. Okay. We did pull out a uh, $30,000 home equity line of credit, yeah, which we owe about twenty on now. Okay. And so we're looking at it all in. We owe around eighty, eighty-five somewhere. And based on the comps in our condominium complex, the average home with no upgrades, which ours has several upgrades, if you're looking to buy a sweet condo, hit me up. <laughs> uh, it, it does have a lot of upgrades, but the, the comps are going for about 210 So okay. we're, I think we're sitting in a good place. First off, congratulations, you guys. We bought at 85 Yeah. Value is now 210 That's a huge anyone, profit margin anyone, for seven, yeah, eight years. Anyone yeah. listening. Yeah. I mean, tell me some other spots you're going to get returns like that, right? Right. I mean, that's that's Killer. that's huge for our life. It sets us up. So we sell this place, and our plan is to sell before we buy or go house shopping. Of course, we're going to, you know, I work with the right people, so I have the opportunity to make sure all my ducks <laughs> are in a row before I sell the house. But the plan is to make sure that we have all our ducks in a row, sell it, move into a temporary housing situation. Uh, one of our real estate agents we work with a lot, Heather Listy, has been putting a lot of people in Airbnbs. Yeah, for sure. Shout and, out to Heather. She kills it. Yeah, dude. So like, we were totally thinking, like, what a great opportunity to stay somewhere that we may not want to live permanently, but we want to experience. Nice. Great right. different outlook on that. I mean, you don't hear that, right? Right. So, like, we've even talked about, like, you know, do we want to get, like, a condo on, like, Division where the new area is or maybe Woodstock or, you know, an, <laughs> another, Woodstock. another cool neighborhood where it's kind of trendy and up and coming, but we don't necessarily want to live there because it's a little too overpopulated for the kind of life we want to have with our, our family and our kid. Totally, totally. So feeling it out yeah yeah right just you know for fun whatever it's a once in a lifetime experience where you know uh we probably might buy another house down the road but we're really hoping that this will be the one that our son grows up in for sure looking for maybe you know maybe the maybe the forever home maybe not so the way that i I love you know jamming into these conversations is uh trying to set the client up or the person just with the most you know, close, accurate numbers you can get with. So they have an idea of what they're getting into. And the whole concept of the conversation is just preparing them so they know ahead of time before what they're getting into. Because, you know, even talking with Josh here, with clients that call in for for various stuff with me, you hear the hesitation in them wanting to reach out like, hey, you know, I think I'm in the position to buy right now. or I think I'm in the position to refinance. But I don't know what I don't know. And I feel like sometimes that might hold the client back. And that that could be a week, two months, or a year from pulling the trigger on it. Right. But, man, they might have missed the opportunity because they just didn't know what they didn't know. Maybe they, they could have got the lowest interest rate at that point in time or, you know, could have got that house that was on the market and now is off the market kind of thing. They just didn't know, so they didn't reach out to ask the questions. And, and I want this concept here on this 
podcast episode to be transparent that, hey, guys, don't be afraid. Reach out and ask the questions. We're going to go through it right now like I would with a with a client calling in so you guys can feel out how this goes. And hopefully it just helps you guys build that confidence and be ready um, to just ask the questions and jump on it like Josh is. There's no reason to to wait. Um, if you find out the information and the time's right for you, then it's good to go. But the problem is sometimes you just don't reach out, right? I mean, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what the payment will be. You don't know down payments and stuff. So guys, we're going to jump in on this on a live, live podcast and and kind of give you a full run scenario on how it would go. So I'm going to let Josh hit me up. Like he's just calling me and checking in and we're going to run through this thing. So you guys can see what it would be like. So Josh, yeah, so totally. Like this is this so I'm going to give you guys some personal numbers. I mean, th- they're going to be estimated, you know, uh and compliantly speaking, you know. What, compliance, compliance, compliance. Compliance. Um so kind of what my wife and I are looking at. We're looking at like banking about, you know, 110, 120,000 on our house when we sell it. Sweet. Um if everything works out. There is a little bit of uh what would you call it a colorful background that we will have to work through which you as a loan advisor i'm sure you deal with this all the time so there's some things i have some disability payments from the va i uh my wife due to covid has been working less this year yeah so we're gonna have to account for the fact that maybe 50 percent of her rev or income has been you know is now off the table for a home loan right because unfortunately you don't count unemployment Big point there, Josh, that and that he's putting out there for for our listeners is guys, uh, you know, when you get into the kind of some of these income things that have come in, you know, unemployment or something that I mean, for the for the most part, that is not going to continue for three years. It's very hard to count that income. Again, we're going to say all compliance and due for overlays for other lenders and whatever, but. In the gist of it, guys, if you can't prove that income is continuing for at least three years, um, and we're talking disability income, social security income, stuff like that, as we have, you know, sound phones going on, <laughs> uh, it, it basically it, that's that's a tough one to prove. So yeah, when when Josh kind of you have a, a client saying, hey, you know, I, I've been on you know disability income or unemployment, that stuff is hard to make you know count as income. So. What what Josh is kind of getting to is is every color full picture is going to be different than everybody's right. right you have right. to look at it, and like even he mentioned earlier with a first second combo, uh, meaning he's got a first, he's got a HELOC second. That'll change some stuff. But this will be nice kind of jam for you guys to listen to because you know a lot of stuff we're not going to go in the deep weeds on because there is a bunch of different stuff we can look at. Right, but we're going right. to give you basics here on what it would look like. So Josh and his wife they're thinking about purchasing the new home. They own a current home. They think they can make about a hundred and you know eighteen or a hundred plus grand out of this. Where do we go from there? All right. So I guess I guess the first part is let's throw down. Should we do a little background on the financials? And I mean, because yeah. So what the way I look at it is like this. You said that you know we think we're going to make a hundred grand. The way I approach that stuff is okay, guys. What do we think your home is going to sell for? First off, right? Right. All right. So we got that figure in our mind. Okay? Yeah. And now the the next thing is let's just you know let's just say what what we, what do we what do we say for years what do we think what is uh, the price range we were looking at yeah yeah what, yeah we're we're looking around a four hundred fifty thousand dollar range I think that would give us a nice like three two bedroom bathroom in you know right outside of Portland maybe a little yard got it so jo- Josh is looking at you know the four fifty range for this purchase okay so let's just say on the sale side 
Uh, and we're just going to throw – I'm just going to throw some some random numbers out here. And this is how I want to piece it together for that client to have an understanding on, on what kind of purchase power they're going to have in their hand. So if they have a home like Josh has and they're going to sell it, we're going to take what they think the sales price is going to be. And we're going to just do a couple little numbers there. We're going to factor in some real estate commissions, some title fees because, you know, it costs money to sell that home. Right, right. Josh? Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it does. So we factor in those costs. So let's just say, guys, 15000 Okay. We're just going to throw that in. That's your yep. commissions and your, uh, you know, your title fees. Okay. So you take what you're selling the house for. You minus your fifteen grand, and then we're gonna just take off what you owe on the home. You know, is that eighty grand, a hundred grand, whatever that is, and that's gonna give us a nice little estimated net proceeds. Okay, so let's just say I'm gonna give you basic numbers. We're selling the house for two hundred and ten thousand. Our real estate and title fees are ten thousand, and we owe a hundred thousand. Okay, so right. we sell it for two ten. Minus out our ten grand for the the real estate, we're basically netting after the loans paid off a hundred grand if you do the math. So it's it's really simple. So now we know for that client what we have to buy the home, right, Josh? So right. let's just say that's your scenario, okay? So now you got a hundred grand. We want to think about buying the four fifty home. What we're trying to get to, guys, we're going to show you what we can put down and what we can figure out for your monthly payment. So we figured out that you got a hundred grand in your pocket, ready to buy the new home from the sale. Okay, we got four hundred fifty thousand. The best way you kind of kind of go through these scenarios is one: what's going to be, you know, that monthly payment with your down payment, right? Right. I mean, I mean, I, 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 is that? Is, I mean, that's your biggest. Is that the biggest factor, or is that the biggest kind of holdback, Josh? I, give me your feel on that. I, I think the monthly. Monthly payment is very important, and especially coming from a condo scenario. So um, one of the the kind of big dings to owning a condo is we do have rather high HOA fees. I pay $300 a month in HOA fees. Great point. So I have a killer mortgage payment right now. You ready for this? I'm ready. I pay $500 a month. Oh, baby. (laughs) But that's plus that $300 HOA fee, which is... To me, kind of a waste of money. Like I do, you know, they do take care of the roofs and the exterior, and and that's nice not to have that burden. But that's what that's three thousand six hundred dollars a year. Yeah, I mean, if my math is right. Yeah, no, the, I mean the money adds up. Yeah, and it's like I can put my own roof on for ten grand. So you got the pros like, and cons with yeah. it for sure. But, I mean. It does help you with the neighbors, right? It keeps that neighbor from like just having all his like old dishwashers and laundry baskets out in his yeah. front yard and stuff like that. No, so, that, yeah. that is nice. And I, we have lovely neighbors. I have two, you know, wonderful senior citizen neighbors downstairs and they are great people. But, you know, it's we need to move to a neighborhood where my kid can play with another boy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get it. And, and we. Sometimes you get lost, too. I mean, you have HOAs in neighborhoods with single-family homes. You have HOAs on a condo, right? So it's not like well, the neighbor and, downstairs has a yard that he's putting a bunch of stuff out in. And you, know, and you may not always agree with what your HOA thinks is proper for the property. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Side note on HOAs, guys. Yeah. Like I remember I lived in a neighborhood where they were pissed that it was outside the my like gate to my backyard. Like and that's just where the trash cans like fit well. I have a little story. Should like, we do a story time. Do not show the trash cans. You got to hide them behind the gate. You know. The, yeah, the, hit me with the story. Little story time. So story time. the the president of our HOA absolutely hated me for the longest time because I have an American flag hanging off my front balcony and 
that was a military fight baby go america I, yeah i won that one thank you america but yeah, uh we served uh so she really didn't like me that much uh we would kind of go to heads a lot i would get a lot of notices about infractions like your car wasn't parked the right way blah 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 <laughs> so one day i go into the mail room and i hear water flowing right just so i go there's a gym next door to the mail room i go in there somebody had been nice enough to go into the bathroom plug the sink with toilet paper turn the water on and lock the bathroom door clear case of vandalizing right for sure so wow yeah so i kick the door open because i'm like either somebody's dead or something bad has happened you know the the water should not be flowing out of the bathroom in the gym right And I find this and I shut the water off and I go to her condo and I knock on her door and I told her I need a shop back. We got to get this taken care of. So yeah, from then on, water. yeah, I got a $50 state gift card after that. And she hasn't bothered me for anything since then. So nailed it. If you live in an HOA, sometimes maybe just do a little bit extra. To yeah. Sometimes it's worth it to be the nice guy, you know, and just let them know what's going on. But yeah, we need to reel this back in. We are totally getting off topic here, but, but it's still a good conversation, but we we want people to understand what their first time talking to you is going to be like. So coming back, we're reeling it back though. HOA is a great conversation, whole side topic, but <laughs> you got a hundred grand and you're really to, you're ready to buy the new home, right? So how do I spend it? Because I want to put some of that money in the bank, Casey, right? I want, you know, my wife and I, we have... We have a little nest egg right now. I'll say a very modest one that if something happened, we could pr- probably survive for a month or two. Perfect. But, but we want to beef that up, yeah, especially you, going into a big purchase. For sure. You got the holidays coming up. Personally, this is my personal opinion. Don't take this for, you know, for, you know, the Bible writing. But I personally believe in six months of savings. I think if you can have a six month you know, savings uh, going on. that, And that's six months, guys, for anyone listening, MLO podcast. It's six months to cover your monthly cash flow. So if that's five grand a month, you know, let's have six months of that savings, you know, built up. What it's going to allow you to do, guys, is, you know, we're in a 2020 pandemic. People are losing right. their jobs. And yeah. when things are coming in out of play, it is nice to have that security that, hey, guys, I've saved up for it. If I have a struggling month, I can pull into it. And I, I think that's so important because from, from my aspect and a little bit of my background, which ties into this whole thing and will make a difference on my loan, I'm sure. For sure. Is the fact that, you know, I, I am a disabled veteran and I went through the, the VA, the Department of Veteran Affairs vocational rehab program, which I think you also did, right? Yeah, voc rehab. Yeah. Was that chapter 33? 31, I believe. 31. Chapter 31. I think. Don't don't quote me on don't that. Don't quote us. Compliantly speaking. The age catching Yeah. But you know, so there is that history. And then when I graduated from college, I didn't get the job in my field like I have now right away. So I was working at the family sausage kitchen, auto sausage kitchen on Woodstock. Feel free to really stop good in. Sausage. Yeah. They have a prime rib right now for Christmas. You should go in there and get one yeah anyway <laughs> so that was you know that wasn't the highest paying job in the world yeah. but but i i felt that it was more important to make money and show an effort that i would be employed than to necessarily take the job that i didn't really want until the job that i wanted came along yeah yeah i mean if that makes sense totally makes sense and yeah unfortunately for me this job came along and now i get to work with you guys and i'm doing good financially and things are looking up. And so 
But we want to expand the nest egg. Right. We want to right. grow that savings. Yeah. Right? We, want, we want to put some money away for the boy. You know, we want to have money for our retirement and we want to cash in on the investment that we've been making over the past, you know, seven years, even though it's $500 a month and we're going to make $100,000. It's, it's, you, you did get, you did get there. But these are the questions and the things that I think bounce around people's brains. And I want our listeners to really grasp that in, guys. Like, don't like we all have these unknowns i mean there's plenty of stuff stock advice stuff that i don't know i mean obviously i know mortgage but there's plenty of stuff i do not know right and we're just trying to give you guys that peace of mind that honestly if you don't know what you don't know you just reach out for us to go through it so we're gonna reel this back in josh is making a hundred grand we're gonna say on his sale right now okay and he wants to buy the new home and so how are we going to do that? He also wants a little bit of savings. These are concerns that most people have, guys, when they call me and they want to figure it out. So the way I'm going to start this is we got I got I know I got 100 grand from the client. They want to buy a home. We're talking 450,000. So we're going to start out with the first scenario of $100,000 down, okay? All right. Because you got a hundred grand. I don't like that, but we'll talk about it. Yeah, this is where we're going to start it out. A hundred grand, right? Because what what I'm trying to do from my mortgage perspective, guys, is I want to know the comfortability of the client and their monthly payment because that's going to tell me where we're going. Are we going lower? We're we going higher, right? Well, I would like enough out of that hundred grand to get a you know maybe a Ford F one fifty Raptor. Yeah, there it is. He wants that Raptor. We all want. I mean, I got my big block seventy two Nova. I'm trying to get done. Realistically, so, I'll probably go with more like a 2015. He's going to get the uh, Fiat. <laughs> no, but all right. So, guys, 450000 is purchase. We've got $100,000 we are putting down. That's going to put us at 350000 Now, I'm going to give you guys a little tidbit out there. They got tons of mortgage calculators. One thing I love to do is have a good mortgage calculator because it can give you a basis of of a monthly payment. So when you have 450,000 for your purchase, I'm taking a hundred grand off because Josh has netted that from a sale. I'm at 350,000 for your loan amount. Now, based off, you know, today's interest rates and stuff like that, I'm going to quote them where VA loan is at. And those VA loans now guys are there. They're in those 2% all compliant, you know, rating with, with everything else, you know, you could be higher, could be lower, but I'm going to go off market stuff. I'm going to give them, you know, where the market should be for the interest rate pricing and based off a 30-year loan. And for Josh, that is coming out at about, you know, just under $1,400, about $1,382 for his monthly payment based off of a, you know, VA loan with $350,000. So that's three hundred, or, you know, $1,300, just under $1,400. A month for your payment. So we are going up, Josh. I mean, yeah. like you've mentioned, you're at 500 for your, your current mortgage, you know, give or take. We're boosting up. How does that make you feel? Well, it, I, one thing I should point out is I forgot to, to add in the, um, the home equity line of credit. So that is about $300 a month. Then we have 300 for HOA and then 500 for the mortgage. So... You're at $1,100 right there. Total, yeah. And what was the number you just threw out of me? Yeah. About, that, that, about $1,500? Uh, just under fourteen. So we're talking like thirteen eighty. But re- realize, too, like that's in comparison with your 500 Right. Because we're talking principal and interest here. We're not talking taxes, insurance, all that extra. Right. And you did mention you have a second compliance speaking guys that can change a game, that can make this a rate and term refinance to a cash out refinance. If that second was not used to purchase a home... 
that can change the game. We're not going to go into two details on that because that's a whole other topic. Well, in all fairness, and the number I gave you, the 85000 I gave you, yeah. included that equity line of credit being paid off when the home was sold. For sure, for sure. This is a great – what you guys are listening to right now is real-life conversations of how I have it with a client. Josh is correct. He has added that into his payoffs. That is fantastic. Now, on the lending side, the one catch is if that second was not used to purchase the home, then that means we are paying off an additional lien, which changes the scenario from a rate and term to a cash-out refinance. Now, that will adjust your interest rate pricing. That will change some factors. Again, like me and Josh have said, compliance, compliance, compliance with your credit and your determinants. But these are why you have those conversations because every little factor could change your scenario a little well, bit, and one right? Thing, one thing I've really learned from just listening to you guys and producing these, you know, 50, 60 podcasts we've done now yeah, is heck yeah. just be honest. Be honest with your 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 lender. Boom. Just, just talk it. to them. I'm throwing my hands up here, guys. Yeah. Like you can see me on TV, but no, guys. Seriously, like I love these guys. Like you guys, you guys Thank are you. some of my closest friends, and I I literally send my brother and my father to talk to you guys. Like I. We super appreciate that. I trust you guys because I've done all these episodes with you, and I see how much you care about the people you take care of. And I also see the fact that, like, you don't necessarily, and maybe I'm not supposed to say this as a producer, but (laughs) you guys don't always seem to care about getting the gig, as you know, as we would say. Yeah. yeah. I've truly seen you guys take the opportunity to help people that may just go to some other lender and... Use the advice you gave them. Maybe they take that advice to the lender. We don't know. We don't. We, we. Uh, but that's truth. Josh is saying, yeah. guys. I mean, I think me and Addy have done a really good job of trying to uh, put it out that this is a transparent environment of information. We're trying to give you guys information to set yourself up for for success and for for anything. And, and we're not here for the sale. We're not here for the you know grind you down. You got to use this kind of thing, right? I mean. There's enough pie in this real estate world to go around for everybody. Everybody can get a bite and, and, and be full, right? I oh, mean, I agree. We don't have to sit here and I'm not going to hoard all the food and let your kids starve. Like everybody gets a bite in my world. Right. But there's a truth about being transparent, being informational, and people can see that and understand that. And, you know, and they're going to they're gonna work with the people they feel comfortable that are telling them the truth and giving them good advice, you know. But also, too – if they took our good advice and went to another lender and got themselves a good deal, good for them too, right? Like they did something yeah. positive. They took our good advice and went and set themselves up. So I appreciate that little insight on it. Totally. So and you know, and then and this is probably gonna be a little bit one of our longer podcasts because this we're it's kind a of inter- jive though. We're we're interjecting in between topics a little bit, but what we're basically doing is I wanted we were having a conversation earlier today uh, totally. talking about my finances and where I was at and if I was ready to to purchase and we thought like wow why we why haven't we done a podcast about this yet like a real life podcast like guys this is a conversations I have on the phone like you're listening to how it would be for someone calling in on trying to get a home loan or or questions about a home loan like that's what the beauty about this is. is like, right, yeah. You guys are getting like, this is this is kind of the jive of it. I got to. Well, f- well, and over the past eight months working with you guys, I've kind of 
built up this Rolodex of questions, if you will. <laughs> the Rolodex. You, you know what I'm saying? Like the oh. Rolodex of questions. Like, oh, what about this? What, and I and I do it after every show. You guys talk about stuff, and I'm like, well, what about that? What about this? What about that? How do we? How does this add up? What does this do? And like, totally. How do I get from here to here with you know the numbers that you guys or whatever the topic was? And I don't know. This is really exciting for me because I, I love like. Going on my my financial journey right now with you guys is just awesome, and and having you guys here as advisors for me, my, I mean, personal advisors basically. There have, it is. I have hey. four of them. I have four of them. Well, we would not be sitting here without your help, too. Well, I appreciate that, kind sir. But so, so to get back on topic, we're we're talking about you know, yeah, we're going to bring about a hundred thousand in. Um, you were saying I should. Well, you're doing a. Uh... We're doing a little bit of a little bit of the breakdown here, and it's like so. We had a hundred thousand that Josh Josh uh, you know is going to net. Let's just say on his, on his sale, he wants to buy four fifty. We put up. I mean, we're just. Gonna, I'm going to start. I start at the gate on. All right, let's put a hundred grand down. That's three hundred fifty for his loan amount. Where does that make him land for payment? And we already came up with that number, and that's a thirteen eighty two. Right? So, so let's crunch some more some more numbers. Let's be a little more realistic because, as I mentioned earlier, the plan is to sell the house and obviously make, make, make some savings, though, right? Right, and obviously there's a little bit of debt there that needs to be paid off to make that loan process easier, right? Totally. So I have fifteen thousand dollars in student loans. Okay, uh, that's mine personally. Uh, my wife's are paid off. Because she's a badass like that. Nice. Um, so that's fifteen thousand off the top. Um, the one we were kind of on the fence was the thirty k on the brand new car we just bought the wife. Yeah, so, and that one's tough because you know the one things you you want to think about, guys, when you're out there having these conversations is you don't want to wrap everything into your home too. Right. I mean, that's another thing too. It's like. Yeah, we know that they're the lowest, you know, one of the lowest interest rate, you know, thing tools out there, right? So it's great. You well, know. it would cut my interest rate in half if I if you got a credit it card. It's twenty percent, you know, interest rate. You dump it into your mortgage. It's you know three percent, right, or whatever. Right. right. But we're also taken away from the equity of the home by filling that with debts. Right. right? So you, there's a fine line there of like bringing in everything. The way I personally look at this, and I look at it with the client guys is what feels good for them monthly. Okay? So well, it's like yeah, you have I, your car payment. What's your car payment? Uh 370. 370, okay? And we got our mortgages and stuff like that. So basically the concept is is you're adding in, you know, we pay off that debt with your purchase, you know, or you know, we're really, you know, if we're talking refinance is really the way you know we're looking at that kind of stuff when you're paying off right. that's a purchase you're not going to necessarily do any of that stuff right because we're going to profit that put it on our bank and make our financial you'd be, decisions yeah you'd be looking at paying off that stuff with your with your proceeds right right but so that's where it comes into play though because either either way right the money either goes to your down payment or it's going towards the debt payoff right well and i think what people really need to think about is like you really need to take an honest look at your finances like What's important to you? Money in the bank or right. monthly, you know, overhead for debt. Right. And don't don't be proud. Don't be too proud. Be don't, honest with yourself. Don't be too proud. <laughs> yeah. You That's perfect, dude. Don't you, be too proud. Everyone's proud these days. You, you know, know, it's like it's a three hundred and seventy dollar a month payment on the car. You know, if I could pay even just half of that off, if I if I could work with 
CarMax, should I say it? Not not a sponsor. We're but not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. But if I could work maybe with... Maybe refinance a loan or something. Yeah, maybe if they would say, you know, if I call them up, and it's probably worth a conversation, right? You give them a call, say, hey, if I was going to give you ten dollars or $15,000 for this car, could we refinance this loan a little bit? And that's, that's the side plays that a lot of people, I think, forget about. You guys, besides your mortgage purchases and refinances, you got car refinances you can do, student loan refinances you can do. There's other ways to drop those monthly payments or, you know, alleviate yourself from some of that burden per month. Right. And these are all the things that we're like dwelling on right now as, you know, as a consumer, right. As a consumer going into this market thinking like we want to buy a house now, we're like, oh, okay, well we have this payment that's $370. If we can shave some of that off, then we can boost our mortgage payment a little bit, you know, right? Totally. Like that's, that's the thought process. I mean, we're kind of acclimated to the level of debt we pay every month i guess is yeah. what you would say yeah yeah for sure so if we can adjust where those payments are going and redirect them towards a mortgage redirection now we're talking right yes we right. are yes we are and that that's the beauty about it so let's say josh then we're going for the clean slate on on his thing so it's like he's got the 100 grand off his off his sale we can knock out part of that with the car right yeah, so yeah. we can knock out some of that and we can knock out the student loans, okay? Yeah. Well, potentially right there, that might be five hundred bucks, guys. I mean, so we had thirty. Let's just say thirty thousand for the car, fifteen for the mortgage, right? Or right. For the student loans. Yeah, yeah. Forty-five grand right there, okay? Right. Even if we round it up to fifty, okay? Yeah. But that could save you five hundred bucks. Let's just say a month. Right. Right. Now you're breathing easier on the higher mortgage payment for your. Well, now my mortgage payment is looking equal to what I'm paying every month. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because it's like when you go from that step up from the 5 to 13, it's like, oh, God, we're stepping up, right? But now you've eliminated and other payments that you would be paying for, car, right. student loan debt, right? Yeah. Now you're not. And I'm sure I, there has to be a lot of people going through this that, that are like in condos or smaller homes that are like, it's time. It's, it's time. You, Little Johnny is, you know, running into the freaking condo front door every day on his bicycle. Wanting his to go ride. It needs some space, guys. Yeah. yeah. But he needs a lot of space. You're, you're at the point, too, and I think there's something to be said, too, with, with condo and, and hitting a peak mm-hmm. at a certain point, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got to peak out at a certain point here because it's an attached unit stuff. Like, it's an attached unit. It's the, they literally all look the same inside. Other than ours, that I've done a lot of work. Right, to, right. But. <laughs> but I mean, they're laid out. Yeah. With you know, you got layout option A or layout option B, and yeah. that's what they're doing the whole entire building on. It's right? definitely it's definitely not like a single family home where you might really like be the one that sells the house that outshines all the neighbors. That's not going to happen. Where it's a I, different layout because there's a different builder, right, and all I mean, that different stuff. Re- realistically, realistically, they're all the same floor plan. I have altered the floor plan slightly. Um, compliantly speaking, <laughs> does Joy know about that? <laughs> uh, they may or may not. <laughs> it's none of their business. But <laughs> um, so I may have altered it a little bit to make right. it more of a like great room area. You know, there was some awkward walls and things that we just got rid of. It's better now. Right. It's, it's better. If you need a nice condo, call me. But <laughs> again, uh, no, but. So, but we're still looking at a pretty fixed price because it's going to go based off of what the average kind of value of the home is in our complex. So, I mean, I could put in marble floors and granite countertops, but is it really going to make it? You're making a great point. Right. You're going to be capped on where it's going to be for value wise. 
You know, and this is a live podcast, guys. We got a live podcast here with all. Sorry, types. we we are both working today, so if you hear some phones and different things going off in the background, we apologize. But this was just kind of a let's do it. We were talking about it. Shoot, let's do it. Shoot and go. Yeah. Well, so what I wanted, to, what I want to do is break this down for the the listeners out there. So Josh had that hundred grand, right? And we already broke it down. If he put one hundred grand down on that four fifty purchase, he was around the thirteen eighty two. The one thing we were talking about that we broke it out, which is nice is you don't have to put all that money down if you're comfortable with the payment, right? I mean, that's the biggest thing is right. the comfortability with the payment, I think. You know, obviously, the money's there to put it down, but are you good with that monthly cash flow? That's a big thing. Like, So I think for us, me and my wife personally, yeah. I, I think we're more comfortable with the extra money in the bank and the higher mortgage payment. See? And that is a key thing you're sitting here listening to as that mortgage advisor, you know, and that, that's a trigger for me. All right. So this is where I would go with that. So they tell me, okay, we want to have a little bit more money in the bank, Casey, because we want to have some reserves just in case it gets skinny per month. We want to be able to, you know, cover bills. Let's just say. Perfect. We got a hundred grand. I'm going to advise that we look at sticking half of that in our savings account and yeah. half of that as our down payment. So Now we're going to put 50 grand in the savings. We're going to give ourselves a six month savings cushion which is fantastic. It goes back to what I was saying earlier. Six months is a key. Now we're going to put 50 grand down. So all we're really doing, guys, is we're going from the 450 down to the 400,000. Now I'm going to just adjust these numbers I had here, and I'm going to take myself and my 350,000 up to 400. So if we're just putting 50,000 down, Josh is going to have a $400,000 mortgage, um, you know, interest rate pricing based off of VA. We're going to put them down into – you know, about two and a half percent compliance and credit scores and all that stuff speaking, but we're going to put him at two and a half percent on a 30 year loan. That puts him at 1580. We're literally just increasing the mortgage payment by $200 guys, but giving him an extra 50,000 to keep on hand to put in the bank account instead of putting it as a down payment. So Josh, how would you feel from going from 1380 up to 1580? Totally fine with it. Totally fine in with it. In fact, I want to go more. Let's so let's say because uh, compliance speaking, more. I will be using the VA loan. Yes. So a very good product from what I understand and uh, And you have the option of serve you know, you served your country and thank you. And thank sir. you, sir. Thank you. And and with that benefit you do not you have the option where you do not have to put down any money. So let's just say we're not gonna put anything now. Let's say that we're going to want to put anything down. Because remember, I have this uh, $15,000 student loan. I have this $30,000 yep. car payment right now. Yep. So let's just say I want to, after we move into a house, because one thing I've learned from the show is we don't want to make a lot of transactions Why we're trying to buy a house, right? Yeah. So we we follow the money, guys. So whatever you're doing, we're going to follow that trail. That could lead us into dark holes. Leave the money in the bank. (laughs) Leave it in the bank. Don't touch it. Your mattress. So, so perhaps you know. Well, actually, I think I would pay the student loan off before I went into the mortgage loan, right? So we get rid of that because I know there's some complications with that. Like you guys need like the exact number of what the monthly payment is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, guys, it's always there's no wishy washy in the mortgage world i want it exact and i want to see it on paper right so there are things that are beneficial to pay off ahead of time and i from, from what i've watched on the show as the producer is the student loans is one of the best things you can knock out before you even come 
to the so many variations part. with it, right? Like you right. said, income-based payments, yeah. deferred payments. Is it a, is it an amortizing payment? I mean, it, it goes on for days. For well, sure. it's like I believe in a previous episode recently, you guys were talking about how even though it's deferred right now, you still have to count what that normal payment would be towards yeah. their finances. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, basis is, guys, if you got a deferred student loan out there, I'm going to hit you with 1% balance of that yeah. st- for that payment. So. Or you show me a fully amortized payment that pays it off over 5, 10, 15 years amortized. I'll use that if it's lower. Otherwise, I'm hitting you with 1%. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're in the position and you're selling on like a condo or something, and you're looking to move into the house, pay that damn student loan off. Get it done. Yeah, get it, get done. it out of the way. You, you'll feel better. You'll feel better when it's paid off. I, I know I'll feel better when it's paid off. I, For sure. I you, felt a lot better when I saw that last payment go to my wife's, which was <laughs> double what mine was. So, <laughs> You guys do want to make sure you reach out, though, to that mortgage advisor and check because sometimes like that student loan you know, 1% payment I'm going to hit you with is pennies on the dollar, right? And it doesn't affect your qualification. So it's like you don't. You don't have to pay it off, and we can use that money, you know, elsewhere. But it all depends on the size of that student loan and the balance and stuff, you know. So it's also like just right. have, have, to have that conversation. And in this situation, we're kind of talking about what, like, leveling up your home, right? Because I, I live in a condo. Yeah, we have great amount of equity in it, so we want to level up. We want to move to a yeah, single family home. Josh is on the right path here. He's trying to eliminate debt and level up on home. Yeah. So and that and that's good stuff there. And no, I and I think this is a great conversation to have. I I think you guys like handle it in a really well way, and you lay it down. So now, so our last number was around fifteen hundred dollars, and that was if I put down fifty grand, fifty grand, and we're keeping fifty in the bank. Yeah. So now let's but talk. We're VA. We yeah. don't have to put any money down if we don't want to. Right. So, but for a normal if lender, you're eligible for a normal lender, what would that be like? Three percent. Uh. Well, so yeah, I mean, if you're not a veteran, anyone listening out there, you don't have that benefit, then yeah, you're looking at either a, you know, depending on, you know, compliance stuff like that, either a 3% down conventional loan or a 3.5% down FHA loan. So Josh has the opportunity here being a veteran and, and, and you know, served his, his country honorably. He gets the benefit to have the option to put no money down if he does not want to. So yeah. And all that's going to do is raise my monthly payment, right? Yeah. Now, guys, yes. The higher loan amount, the higher your monthly payment. So the less you put down, Obviously, the higher your yeah. monthly payment. I yeah, mean, that's totally. just, you know, that that's what it is. But if you're comfortable with it, you're comfortable with it, right? I, uh, I mean, let's just see the numbers. Let's see what we're talking about here. Like, is it going to make... 450000 Yes. We're putting zero money down, so our loan amount is four fifty. Same interest rate applies. We're going to give Josh the old whopping two and a half right here. Compliantly speaking. Compliantly speaking with good credit scores and all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 30 years, 1778. Oh, my God. We're still under two grand, dude. I'm there. I'm sold, dude. Zero down for this guy right here. This veteran wants 0% down. I want to put all that money in my bank, pay off all my debts, and just live my best life, dude. So... Josh here has the opportunity. He's selling his condo. If he nets, you know, let's just say a hundred grand, we're going to pay off fifteen plus another, you know, forty-five grand in student or in student loans and and and, and car loan. Now think about that, guys. That's fifty-five grand. He's going to put in the bank, debt free. Debt free. I'll be debt free. Now he's debt free now. So except for that, the house, obviously. But. Except for the house, but guys, I mean, he's debt free to where it's like his current. Seventeen hundred dollar mortgage payment is the same swallow 
the same coverage as a five hundred dollar he's in right now because yeah, all yeah. the other debts it's gone they're gone bye 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 ah uh, that's beauty right there dude that's beauty and this is the thing though that people don't know you sit there and you route it around i do it all the time with investments and stocks and insurance like oh man should i bump up the life insurance should i get my freaking ira going should i dump into stocks but i don't know what i don't know you know so you got to have the yeah. conversation yeah and you got to figure out like this is the beauty about these things that i go through daily with clients is like you got josh's scenario we started at the very beginning like got a place to sell got money to make we got some debt what's our best scenario and that's where you start having these conversations like me and josh just did live on the mlo podcast for you guys to listen to we just figured out what's the best case scenario for him and for him he would want to pay off all that debt Use zero down because it's still a very month, uh, very affordable monthly payment for him, and he's rocking and rolling. Well, and I told you before this podcast that I thought that four hundred fifty thousand dollars was going to cost me about twenty eight hundred dollars a month in a mortgage payment. Oh my god! Right there, guys. If that if you didn't if out of the forty five minutes we've been talking on this, that's the key right there. He thought it was going to be twenty eight hundred, and it's freaking under eighteen hundred. Mm. Done and done. Life-changing, dude. Life-changing, man. Let's go fill this loan paper workout. <laughs> Let's go start the application right now. For anyone that is tuning in, you guys are listening to MLO Podcast. We are, uh, you know, our local little podcast we have here in Portland, Oregon. We just try to give you guys transparent information on the mortgage business, uh, hope, hoping it helps out all of our consumers and clients out there and our real estate partners. Today's a different script. We really wanted to kind of go through. Unscripted. Yeah, it's, it's unscripted, honestly. There's no script about it. We didn't it. even we, take notes. We just said, hey, we're going to have a conversation see how it goes. And if it sucks, we won't put it on the air, right? Yeah, yeah. So. But I feel like this is, this is a good one because these are the conversations we literally have daily guys people don't know what they don't know you know josh was thinking he was going to have a twenty hundred dollar mortgage payment off of a 450 purchase just with his scenarios in his head with his debts and down payment stuff and look at guys we literally just hashed it out here in you know 45 minutes and came up with the fact that he's going to be a thousand dollars less than what he thought for paying and that's money now guys we didn't get into all the other stuff the property taxes and the home insurance and the, all the other stuff that adds on to it but at the end of the day we're talking base concepts here, and it and it fits his boat, and now he's in a much better position. No, I'm I'm super encouraged, and especially like going into Christmas, man. This is like good news. I can't wait to go home and talk to my wife about this. And yeah, well, yeah, yeah, guys. I mean, we're sitting here coming up with the holidays. This is the stuff to where it's like, okay, we're going to spend some money here, you know, during the holidays. Yeah, I mean, it's big on my wife's mind right now. You know, the the boy just turned well; he's about to turn 13 months old, and he is like a tasmanian devil around the house he's moving yeah he's he's moving he's riding a bicycle in the house almost yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i saw that i saw that on the internet ramming into stuff and like he needs a backyard we got mommy and daddy need to get baby boy a backyard right away so we're super excited and uh i don't mean to turn the page too much but i would like to plug a little mlo feature right now because Starting December 30th, yes, we sir. will be on television here Comcast. in the Portland area, Comcast and Verizon. So I, I'm just going to run those times and dates by you guys, everybody, real quick. So 
We will start off uh, our first episode will air on Wednesday, December 30th at 9.30 p.m. on Comcast Channel 21 and Verizon Channel 32. It will re-air on Sunday at 10 a.m. on Comcast Channel 21 and Verizon Channel 32. And then it will also re-air for a third time every week at Monday, 4 p.m. on Channel 11 on Comcast and Channel 22 on Verizon. You guys better get that Comcast subscription because we are going down live. Or Verizon. Or Verizon. I, yeah, the Verizon's a new one, too. That's dope. And, and I, I would like have, that. yeah, I think they're the, the what is it, Fios or whatever they call it, uh, the, the yeah, yeah, super high-speed yeah, yeah, internet thing. Well, I guess we got to check, dude. Do you have to have cable to get the... You do not have to have paid I don't think cable. You, yeah, I don't it think is you do. public access, so it is basic cable. Yeah, there you go. As long as you have a coax... Cable is that what it's called? Yeah, coax. yeah, coax cable. Co- coax cable plugged in the back of your TV. I think you should be able to see it. We're putting it out there for spaces for everybody, guys. It's all there. Yeah, and I mean, we are really like, I mean, I don't mean to go on a tangent of what we're doing production wise, but I'm very proud. I love being part of the MLO team, and we have a lot of big things coming up for 2021. We do, guys, and we appreciate you guys sticking through. Like, you guys have to take into consideration. Like, we've been doing you know all this through 2020, right? I literally started the first week. Actually, I think I started the week before uh, our governor shut down the state. Yeah. So, like, literally my whole job has been in the pandemic here. So you guys haven't seen nothing yet. We're coming at you live. As soon as we come out of this year, it's going to be a full-blown new adventure of MLO with you guys. Oh, we got lots of ideas, lots of things. We're going to keep those in our pocket for now. We'll talk about them later as they develop. But As we develop. But we'll we'll end it here, guys. If you're trying to listen to MLO podcasts, you're going to catch us on all your major podcast platforms. We are on Spotify. We are on... Jeez, uh, any Apple a podcast, uh, iHeartRadio, you name yeah, it, your Apple. platform, we are there. We also have our YouTube channel. Go ahead and check us out if you want to see us in person, and we and we post these on Facebook as well. So we got a couple different platforms, and yeah. now we got the new one that Josh just mentioned. We will be on Comcast and Verizon. You can catch us on your TV now. You don't yeah. even have to find us on the internet. No, we'll it's be on super your easy. TV. And but be patient with us. We are like trying to like. This is new to us. We have a lot of new avenues going on. So we're trying to kind of figure out how to send all this stuff down the pipeline. And we want to make things a little different. So like what we're talking about is maybe like our podcast will have a little bit of extra content compared to the TV show. Or maybe our webcast will have a little bit of different content. So as we figure this out, we just ask that you be patient, be supportive, and keep keep logging in and keep listening and keep watching MLO because... You know, I'm normally on the other side of the, the microphone here, and I'm excited. I think we're going to, like, do some awesome stuff, and I think you guys are really going to, like, as you say, Casey, just drop those nuggets. Drop just- those nuggets, guys, and all. And we're just trying to give you guys a platform to use that sets you up to a different level. I'm trying to help you guys level up in your your game of life that you're playing. All right. Should we try it? Should we try to do the Addy MLO thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys are listening to... M-L-O. M-L-O. And guess what, guys? We're going to catch you on the flip side.